everyone. Welcome to episode nine of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk podcast. I'm your host, Sean Brown, and we have Adam Homerdine on this episode, or you guys might know him as the Modern Collective, which is a design shop that him and his wife, Amanda, started some years ago. Adam is a tremendous designer. He has an intuitive insight into what photographers need and what clients actually really need from their photographers in terms of marketing and sales product designs and all of that sort of thing. So he works really carefully with photographers from throughout the country to to learn what they need to to grow their business and to be a successful business uh, with the help of a design shop like the Modern Collective. Like I mentioned, him and his wife are a husband-wife team, so we actually dive into kind of the, the specificity, specificities of Adam and Amanda are actually a husband-wife team, so we actually dive into the specificities of what it is and what it takes to be a husband-wife team or own a business with your significant other, which is something that I think is a growing trend in the industry to bring either your husband or wife onto your team. So we dive into that as well as just how Adam got started with the the Modern Collective and how he saw a need in the industry and, and work to fill that void. So excited to have Adam on for this episode and hope that you enjoy this conversation. Hey everyone, welcome to an episode of Real Talk. I am Sean Brown and today I'm here with Adam Homerdine, who you guys might know from the Modern Collective, that awesome design shop that you guys probably have cool templates from um, or have bought, partnered with Amanda Holloway's shop. So Adam is the designer behind all of those amazing templates and magazines and all that stuff that you guys probably already have. He's based out of Twin, uh, basically right above Twin Cities, Twin Falls, whatever it is in Minnesota. Uh, my geographic uh, knowledge of Minnesota is not super awesome, but um, he's a family and senior photographer primarily. So uh, we're super stoked to have him on here today. So welcome to Real Talk. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. So Adam uh, is willingly here, and we're going to kind of talk a little bit about branding and design as well, and kind of how that influences your senior business, as well as a little bit about running a couple of different businesses. So first off, tell us a little bit about both your photography and then also kind of how Modern Collective got started. Sure. Um, we started, like I, or like you said, as a senior photographer, senior and family photographer here in Minnesota. Um, actually, it'll be 10 years this May. Um, and we've kind of always focused on high school seniors and families um, on location for the most part. Um, and recently just kind of built out our studio um, to do all that stuff too. So we're not working from our car anymore <laughs> in the office. Um, so we started with that. And then over the years with a lot of the marketing things we were doing in our studio, we got a lot of questions from photographers asking for, um, you know, marketing things that we were posting or website templates that we were using or different things like that, um, grad cards, those kind of items. Um, and I never had a great solution to offer that. So it was always kind of pushing them away and saying, no, I don't have anything in line, but maybe someday. Um, and finally, it just got kept coming more and more. So that's kind of where the Modern Collective started. Um, and we started that in 2011, I believe, um, and kind of have slowly built that up, um, offering templates, marketing tools, and a lot of fun, creative things for the more modern photographer 
a um, little bit more clean lined, simple templates um, that definitely still have a lot of style to them um, and very usable for the majority of senior photographers, especially in the senior style guide kind of realm. It really pairs nicely with the style that we kind of see with a lot of photographers from there. So um, we've been juggling both senior and uh, seniors and families and then also the design studio. Um, and then you mentioned two partnership with Amanda Holloway and that's been a ton of fun to kind of work within her brand too and kind of create things for her alumni and just people that follow her brand and appreciate her brand too so absolutely and so you said that you started about 10 years ago so yes. <laughs> how has the journey been so far it's been interesting and it, especially in the last five years with everything it just seems like it changes on a weekly basis and working um, in the design studio we really have to be on the front end of things too and knowing what photographers need so um, with the modern collective it's kind of nice because we always have that pulse on the industry whether it be something new on instagram like the highlight um, stories and those kind of things or whatever it may be whatever changes coming in the industry um, it's always interesting to see what's coming out new and um, as photographers it always seems like we're the first ones to grasp that so over the years um, you know we just released we were talking about this a little bit earlier but we did a whole senior info site for our clients um, that has kind of planning tips and things that they can access prior to their session and all as a resource and we did that maybe five or six years ago, maybe even further than that, and our clients didn't use it because it was before everyone had one of these yep. in their pocket. So um, now we wanna really get that going again because everyone wants everything at their fingertips. So it's been interesting to transition, use design, and see the design trends, but also just trends in the industry and how our seniors are reacting to design as well as just technology when it comes to planning for their sessions too. Yeah, absolutely. So, so let's also talk about this for a bit. So you were basically in it from when millennials were getting their senior photos, kind of the tail end of the millennials, and then now we're into Generation Z. So what is kind of the, the change that you've seen or how have you guys adapted to the change and even the different generations where they're consuming content a little bit differently, they're looking for new designs, want different brands associated with them, that sort of thing? Definitely. Um, the biggest thing that we struggled with is we have always presented ourselves as a high-end senior and family photographer. And I mean that in the respect to we were delivering tangible printed goods all the time. We were known for our canvas collections and, um, you know, the unique portrait art that we offered our clients. And that was the biggest change for us is to really transition from how do we pair that with digital collections that our seniors are wanting, um, and then still be that quality photographer though that they know and trust to offer those tangible yeah. products. Um, so I guess that's where we kind of had to make that decision to release a little bit of control um, and still make money because that's still what it's all about. Yeah. Um, so that's been the biggest struggle is to kind of transition that. Um, and I think we've done it well in being able to pair the tangible products um, with the digital collection so they walk away with something. Um, and then on the modern collective side too, it's just offering those kind of solutions for photographers too. Those photographers that are maybe strictly only digital only, um, or those photographers that are kind of doing both like we do in our studio and figuring out those solutions for them and offer products for kind of both aspects of it too, so. Absolutely. And then um, you're kind of in an interesting position where um, your wife, Amanda, is actually pretty integrated into the business. So um, for photographers who maybe are 
thinking about doing kind of like a husband wife type team or bringing them on in some capacity, I guess what's one piece of advice that you'd want to kind of instill on them and get and let them know about ahead of time? That's a great question. And Amanda would probably have a completely different answer than I would. Um, but just to, just to fill people in on how kind of Amanda and I work. Um, but I started at Amarmony Photography and the Modern Collective and Amanda, uh, we met in school for photography. That was kind of where we met. And she slowly kind of had has come on um, to the team. So Amanda- Let me has, clarify, this isn't Amanda Hallway. Yes, we referenced her earlier. Yes, let's, uh, let's make that clarification. Yes, it's always the confusion. Like, yeah. And Amanda H, they're both Amanda H. So yes, there's always confusion there. So no, my wife, Amanda, um, we met in photography school um, and she works actually for White House Custom Color here in Minnesota part-time. And then she's part-time here in the studio too. So Amanda is the organization person in this business, kind of keeping things in line, especially during crazy season for us with our photography clients. Um, she's mostly hands-on in the studio, not as much in the Modern Collective, um, but she handles a lot of the ordering, the backend processing, um, packaging, all those kind of things that I just don't necessarily have time for. Um, one thing, a little tip was just know your limits of working with each other. Amanda is the type of person that needs to socialize and she needs to be around other people. And I could work in my office for two weeks straight and not talk to anyone or maybe text people back and forth and not see anyone face to face. Um, so we both know our limits of like, okay, you need to get the heck out of here and I'll just keep working here and you go do your other job. And it's a good balance for us too. So um, that would be the biggest thing. And then it was a hard transition too. I am a perfectionist and anyone that knows me or has worked with me knows that I like to be in control of most aspects of this business. I have been for many years. So giving up that control a little bit on some of those things and knowing full well that I can trust her with those, it's still hard, especially even with your spouse or even an employee um, to give up some of the control of those tasks that you do on a daily basis and you have for a long time. So, um, Learning to do that was very helpful, though, so I can focus on the things that I do best and Amanda can do the things that she does really well, too. So going off of that, too, um, for photographers that might want to outsource editing or um, some sort of process that they don't have hands on, what was the most difficult part about giving up that control? Because if they're anything like you and I, like, <laughs> yeah. it is, like pulling teeth to get us even to like let somebody else send an email or something like that. Yeah. or tweet, Yeah. Def definitely you're going back to read those emails that they did send. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you know I struggle with that too outsourcing editing is something that we're still trying to figure out and I have a pretty good feeling that we found someone wonderful this year but it's something we struggled with over the years too of um, finding that person that can really take that and really you trust them with that but I really think it is just finding those people and it might not be necessarily a friend or someone close to you but just someone um, that kind of jives with your personality and your way of doing business and your expectations. Um, so my biggest thing, and I found it with really anything in business with clients or just outsourcing or anything, is just proper communication, being upfront with people like this is what I expect. Um, and I struggle with that because I am kind of a people pleaser and I like to make everyone like me, but sometimes you need to just kind of put your foot down and say, this is what I'm expecting and this is what, what I want as a result. Um, and I feel like when you start off with that, I don't 
mean you have to be mean about it, but it definitely makes things a little bit clearer moving forward with anyone that you bring into your business. Um, you know, you touched a little bit on about branding and our brand is such a huge part of our business and in every aspect, whether it's an email or um, anything we do, it's directly tied to our brand. So I guess that's why I struggle the most in just setting those expectations for someone that, you know, this is what we do and there's reasons behind why we do it. Um, and that's really what we're providing our clients is this experience and it should follow through with that. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think even like going back to a personal experience I had where um, it was, I've been using the same makeup salon for two or three years now. Mm-hmm. And even with hair and makeup at first, yeah. I had to be pretty particular about what I wanted. And the hair and makeup artists are like, crap, Sean's coming. What does this dude know about hair and makeup? Yeah. Over time, they kind of figured out, okay, this is the style that you want. And, and it's really, like you said, tied to part of your brand. So it's, you have to be kind of particular at first, but now I have an, an even better relationship than I had in the beginning. Yeah. Um, they know exactly kind of what I want, what styles. And and I think that ultimately, just by that communication you mentioned, it just becomes so much easier over time. While it might be tough at the beginning, yeah. over time it just is kind of allows you to take it to the next step. Right. And I know as business owners, we're always um, adding more to our plate too. So once you hand off something, it's, you know, it's first those couple of weeks or months and you hand it off and then it's like, well, why was I wasting my time with that? Because you know how much more efficient you are and you realize that maybe your time can be put more into more profitable areas of your business, yeah. um, especially with senior photographers and marketing or just constant being on top of new things. It gives you that opportunity to just do that type of stuff. Whereas otherwise you're buried in the day-to-day things like packaging orders or placing yeah. orders and those kind of things. So, yeah, if you guys actually haven't seen um, episode three with Nate Grahek, um, he actually does an amazing job at kind of setting that up of how to manage stuff that you can turn into like assets for your business is kind of how he describes it. And so that's phenomenal. So you guys might want to go ahead and um, we'll link that up at the description or playlist as well at the end of the video. But so, um, so going off of, you were talked a little bit about brand, yes. which I am so, I think I firmly, so firmly believe in the branding is kind of the make it or break it for your business in terms of how your clients perceive you, the type of photographer that you can become. So I guess what is, um, when did you guys transition to your brand that you currently have that's kind of that, that fresh and fun brand? Sure. Um, we've always kind of been that style. A lot of the senior girls that we photograph are, they're not the very luxurious, um, you know, gold and black. Like, you know, I love Amanda Holloway's brand, but it definitely is an our brand. Um, so a lot of our girls are those sporty girls that love the hair and makeup, but for most days when they're showing up at school, they have a bun on top of their head and they're just in casual comfy clothes and that's them for the most part. So we kind of have always been in that spot in between, you know, still the high end, they want the experience, but we, um, offer kind of a little bit more energetic and bright and colorful, like you mentioned. So we've always been that for our families and our high school seniors. Um, And over the years, we've just kind of figured it out a little bit more, I feel, and kind of put it more thoroughly into every aspect of our brand from our website to our Instagram to even the studio that I'm sitting in right now. So um, we have a tagline, stay weird, be happy. And it really branches off a little bit from my personality too. It's just is kind of something that I feel with our high school seniors. It's just, we love photographing seniors because they are so vastly different in everything they do. Um, So we really wanted that to be kind of 
what we are all about here at Adam Humberding Photography um, and just kind of what they come to expect. So once we kind of acquired that tagline and really started using it in our branding, it kind of branched out from there. Um, I actually did hire someone to do the initial branding for us with our logo and kind of some colors, that kind of thing. Um, but for the most part, as a designer, I'm kind of a DIYer when it comes to that. That's not always a wonderful thing or a good thing to do. Um, but again, it's that control aspect that I have. Um, but it kind of started off with that. And then we built out the website and just kept kind of adding to that with the studio, different marketing things we have, the senior magazine. Um, and it's always just tweaking those items. Um, for me as a designer, I tend to use products in my life that are well designed um, packaging wise. <laughs> so I'm kind of a design snob when it comes to even our branding things. So every year I'm pretty much revamping a lot of things, even though they're probably good enough for our clients, but it's just refreshing that brand and keeping it current, keeping it um, true to who we are and where our business is going to. So for someone that's kind of starting off, I just really think you need to definitely not always build it around yourself and what you love, but definitely figure out who your client is and what they respond to. Um, I talk to a college class every year, a photography department where I actually graduated from, and that's the biggest question is, how do we start with branding? Because it's a big buzzword in this industry and they don't necessarily clarify what that means too for these students. So um, what I always suggest is sign up for email lists of where your clients are shopping or where they hang out, those kind of things. Um, you know, if they're at anthropology, then sign up for their email list and see how they're marketing these people. Um, look outside of the industry. Um, don't look at your competition as much. Don't look at other photographers around the nation even, um, which it's wonderful to be inspired, but look at these big companies and see what they're doing um, and just save things to your phone. I don't even know if I can take a photo on my phone anymore because I have so many photos are screenshots of different branding and yeah. things. So um, just get inspired and really just kind of figure out what you like. And then ask your clients too, like, what do you respond to more? They're going to tell you, they'll be honest with you. Um, and it's sometimes a little bit eye-opening, but it's good information to have. I think that the biggest piece of advice and something that I always preach is look outside of the industry because these are multi-million, billion-dollar brands sometimes that are that they know their target demographics and they've run so much more money in, in ads and ad spend than we could ever imagine for. Yep. And so I think that it's almost foolish not to look at what those brands are doing because they're such a, it's almost kind of like a, a good way to, it's like a thermostat kind of get the, get the temperature of kind of the direction that, yep. that the youth and the generations that we market to are, are personally moving. Well, and photographers too, um, the majority of us have a huge skill set to be able to implement something very similar to what they're doing. You know, we have the skill to take wonderful photos. We know quite a bit about marketing and kind of have a touch with these seniors that are telling us exactly what they're looking for. So um, I feel like as photographers, we kind of have an advantage to that, um, to be able to know what looks good and what doesn't and just have somewhat of a design style. I think most photographers have a pretty good idea of, you know, looking at a design that works and what doesn't for the most part. So um, for us in this industry, I think we have it a little bit easier than let's say a realtor or those kind of things that yeah. maybe they have no clue about those things. Um, and we can really transition quickly with those trends that are happening, but still stay true to our brand too. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then kind of one, one of the last questions for people that might have another venture besides mm -hmm. photography, having essentially two businesses, yep. How do you manage kind of running those two businesses and staying sane all at the same time? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but 
truthfully, there's days that um, I want to rip my hair out. Um, but a lot of days, it's a ton of fun. I like the change up from day to day. You know, I love design as much as I love photography and working with our clients and working with our customers in the modern collective shop. And um, the biggest thing that I love, and it's just me personally, too, is I love to see other businesses really grow and expand and having designs and seeing things that we create, um, helping them run their businesses successfully. So um, I guess it's those days where you get those testimonials or those like, holy crap, these are amazing kind of emails. Um, or where were you 10 years ago? Because I yeah. needed this then. Um, that's what keeps us going. And I think that's even with photographers too, whether it just be working with your clients. Some days suck. And it's the truth with business and being a business owner. Um, but a lot of the days are really, really great. And we kind of forget those yeah. kind of sucky days too. Um, but the other thing, and I suck at this, and this is really why I have my wife, Amanda, helping me is to stay on task. Um, try not to jump around with too many things. So over the last couple of years, um, working with hair and makeup artists and just with the Modern Collective growing and the studio growing, we really had to be selective on which days we were doing certain tasks. Um, and that, with being in Minnesota, it really changes for us seasonally and what we're doing, but um, I'm pretty selective with my days and scheduling with our clients so I can focus certain days um, on the back end of the photography studio or else in the design side of the Modern Collective or even marketing with the Modern Collective. Yeah. Um, of course, there's weeks that that gets flipped over, um, but it, you know, we try to stick to it as much as possible. There's always changes or things that happen, um, but for the most part, that schedule is kind of what I hold to and kind of sticky notes on the side of my desk and all those things that just keep me organized. Um, and then also workflow things that we have implemented into the studio. Um, I use Iris Works, which I absolutely love. I was a little skeptical of like automating things and taking out personality from it, but just automating those things when I am here in the office by myself and my Amanda is out of the office, just being able to put those things um, into autopilot and just click a button and know that the emails are being sent and things are being scheduled without me have to go through those process 10 steps and just click one button um, and being smart about how you run your business because you all probably heard it, but time is money and there are only so many hours in a day and to get it all done. Um, even I have a struggle of like, oh crap, how am I going to get this all done? Um, but it usually does get done and some days are just harder than others, but I just keep doing it and those happy clients are just kind of the cherry on top, I guess. Make it all worth it in the end. It does. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. So we'll end with uh, this last question that I love to ask. So if you could take yourself back to day one of your business yes. and give yourself one piece of advice or do one particular thing to kind of set your business in the direction for the future, what would that be? Oh, that's a tough question. I knew you were going to ask this too, because I yeah. watched all the rest. <laughs> um, I would say really um, don't sweat the small stuff. And I know that is kind of cliche a little bit, but um, really when you're, starting and figuring out your business, you have to be flexible and adaptable to a lot of different things. Your business is gonna change, the things you do with the things that you think are important now probably won't be important in five months because the industry has changed. Um, so really, you know, 
focus on your brand, do all those things, get things like in place of how you want it, but expect things to change and know that they're not going to go as exactly as planned. Um, I know when I was in kind of starting out, I got so nervous about like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? And you know, everything is figure outable too. I follow Marie Forleo and that's one of her big things is everything's figure outable in business. And it really is true. You know, ask your friends, I guess I, that's kind of a side note to that is surround yourself with successful people or just people that you can bounce ideas off with. Um, I have a constant stream of text messages all day just asking for advice and those kind of things. And those friendships and business are essential to like making it this long and doing a great job too. So yeah, absolutely. I think it's the, the people that want to pigeonhole themselves in. Yes. Don't get very far. And yes. Well, I'm being involved in a community like Senior Style Guide. I you know Vicky has um, brought in a ton of incredible people and has created an incredible community. And I've told her that numerous times, there's really nothing else like that in the senior industry where you can literally ask a question and have thousands of people wanting to answer it and help yeah. you out and really just be there to make everyone successful. Um, and also just, you know, your direct competition too, like opening up those doors and talking with them and just, you know, being upfront with them and getting to know those people around you because they are, honestly can be some of your best friends and that's pretty awesome to have that too so yeah absolutely yeah. awesome sweet well where can people find you on social media if they want to check out your awesome website and all that stuff yes so starting off with the modern collective everything is pretty much the modern collective so on instagram at the modern collective themoderncollective.com or on facebook the modern collective um we're in senior style guide too you'll see my name adam howarding um I, we are an open book for any photographers that have questions when it comes to design, those kind of things. Um, and then the studio is adamhomerding.com. It's a doozy of a last name, so I'm sure Sean will link it all. Yeah, up. I'll link it down in the description. <laughs> yeah. Um, so adamhomerding.com or else on Instagram, adamhomerding there too. We do have two separate accounts for both businesses, so you can follow us there as well. But if anyone has questions, like I said, um, they can shoot us an email through a contact form like that. Um, I'm happy to help with any of those things too. Awesome. Sweet. So yeah, we'll be sure to link those up in the description box below. If you guys are joining us for this is maybe your first episode of Real Talk, you stumbled it on, stumbled upon it because of Adam or however else you found it. Um, if you guys haven't already subscribed, make sure to hit the subscribe button below. We'll actually be sending out updates for more Real Talks throughout the year. So you guys get all of the updates on um, amazing other speakers that have previously been on Real Talk that you guys can go back and watch or that we'll be releasing in the future. And then also, uh, we're going to have you guys kind of a call to action. So if you guys have not already left a comment down below with the, this next question, I'm going to urge you guys to do so and just kind of be involved with the community so that other people can hear. Cause I think it's so important for others to hear what other photographers are going through. And I think this is the best way. So the question I'm referencing is Adam actually gets to ask the audience a question and they're going to answer it down in the comment section below. Oh gosh. Um, I really would love to know, you know, what people and photographers are struggling the most with. And, you know, that really helps both us in the Modern Collective and working with Amanda Holloway too with the designs that we're releasing is just, we want to be able to create things that you guys are wanting. So what's the number one thing that you struggle with in your business, whether it be marketing or whatever, as specific as you can get, um, that helps us create those awesome things that you see in our shop and those kind of things too. Yeah, absolutely. So this is, if you guys ever want to get a product without hiring a, a designer, this is probably the best way to do it. Cause Adam <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, throw it in there the and surprise it'll be done in like two months. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. No, he's quicker than that. 
Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Fine. It'll be done in two weeks, but I can't promise it. There we go. So <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again for for taking the time out of your afternoon to to come on a, to Real Talk. But it was awesome to have you on. Yes. Thank you so much, Sean, for having us and Vicky for creating this opportunity for us to share these things too. So awesome. So we'll see you guys on the next episode of Real Talk. We'll see you guys. That wraps it up for this episode of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk podcast. We are so excited that you guys are joining us and just want to say a heartfelt thank you. I know that there are so many podcasts out there that you guys have the option to listen to, and it really means the world that you're joining us and giving us a part of your day and really just joining in on part of the conversation and and the community. In addition, make sure that you guys are joining us over on Facebook in the Senior Style Guide group over there, where photographers from all throughout the country contribute, give their input and their advice and their experiences to help other photographers learn and grow. We'd love for you to join us over there as well. So all you have to do is search Senior Style Guide on Facebook, ask to be added to the group, and we'll make sure that you guys get to be a part of the conversation over there. If you haven't had a chance to hit that subscribe button below, please take a second to do that really quick. What that does is it makes sure that you guys keep up to date on all of the content that we're putting out there. We have tons of Real Talk episodes coming to you guys throughout the year from leaders and other photographers that you would love to hear from. So we want to make sure that you do not miss a single episode of that. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button below. Thank you guys for joining us and we cannot wait to have you as part of the listening experience for future podcasts. Looking forward to seeing you guys on the next episode and we'll see you around. Thank you.